Welcome, my beloved friends, to our Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Today's subject and message is on inferiority. Oh, beloved brothers and sisters, you'd be surprised to find out how many people in the church and in the assemblies that are suffering with inferiority, feeling inferior in this world toward other people or in their careers, even in ministry. There are many around the world, but it should not be in the house of Yah. Or in some of your cases, it should not be in the house of God. Before we get into this message, I think we should pray. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, Father Yah. We worship you. I worship you. We worship you. Because you're worthy. You are worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be worshipped. Every knee should be bowing down to you. Because you are the Almighty. You are the King of Kings. You are the Most High. You are the Creator. You are the Maker. You are the Potter. We are the clay. We are the vessels. We are your handiwork. And you didn't make any of us to feel inferior or to be inferior to anything or anyone but you. We're not inferior to any creation. We're not inferior to any person. Father Yah, help us. It is so rampant amongst your people. And this is devastating your people. We were made fearfully and wonderfully by you. We were made to be the hell, the head, and not the tail. We were made to be above and not beneath. We were made in your image, in your likeness. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray that you touch that one that's listening, that's feeling inferior to someone or something. Or some of them feel inferior that they don't deserve you, that they, that they are so low and so bad that they can't come to you. They don't deserve your forgiveness. They don't deserve to be called your child and we know there's only one person that makes them feel that way they think it's them but it's the enemy you and I both know that so right now father father yeah I pray touch the hearts of the listeners today or tonight whatever the case may be and whatever day that they come and listen to it let there be a tangible 
anointing, your tangible presence. Oh, I invite your kabod, your kabod, your kabod, to be there, here, to minister to each and every one that they know how precious they are to you, that they are the apple of your eye. And you want to keep them hidden under the shadow of your wings. But they must realize that you did not make any trash. You only made treasures. You did not make anyone inferior to anybody else. You don't love one more than you love the other. And when they are your children, and they profess you as their maker, their master, and your, heaven, your son as their savior, salvation, there's nothing they could do to change it. You can't love them any more than you do already. And you know we're imperfect. You realize we are but dust. That's why you sent your son to pay the price for us and to live a life in the flesh, not in his supernatural life, but in his natural being to show that we can live a righteous life. It is possible. So right now, Father, I have asked you, and as Mark eleven twenty four says, what's so therefore I say unto you, whatsoever you desire and ask for when you pray, Believe you have received it and it is yours. So I'm believing that you have touched the hearts of every listener and your presence is there. Your tangible presence is there. Hallelujah. In the name of Yahusha Mashiach, my salvation, the Savior, the only begotten Son of Yah, whom the world knows as and calls Jesus Christ. Thank you, Yeshua, Yahusha. Hallelujah. Okay. Beloved, I want to tell you why we should not feel inferior. But first, I want to remind you that no one can make you feel inferior without your permission. Maybe some of you didn't know that. Yes, without your permission, they cannot do it. And you may say, I'm not telling people you can make me feel inferior. Oh yes, when you put what they say above what the Father says about you, you are giving them permission. If you rebuked it and rejected, rejected it, it wouldn't touch you. It wouldn't affect you. But when you receive it, that's when it does the damage. But I'm going to ask you, are you seeking human approval or Yah's approval? Or to some of your listeners, you would say, or God's approval. Are you trying to please people? or your Heavenly Father. Stop a moment. Think about it. Think about it. 
so many times we're trying to please other people. And I know about that because I was a people pleaser. Being an entertainment and, and being an entertainer for so long, that's my that was my job to please the people. And I had to really search myself and step back and look at how I was using doing the same thing in my regular life. I wanted people to like me. So I would say things to please them, do things to please them. I wasn't a yeah pleaser. I was a people pleaser. And a people pleaser that will lead you down the wrong trail and give you nothing but misery because people are pleased today but they may be unpleased with you tomorrow do you know your own sense of self-worth do you do you know and realize what our heavenly father gave for you and what Yahusha, whom you may call Jesus, gave up for you and paid for you? They felt you were worth it. The Father gave his best, his only begotten Son. And his Son willingly gave up living in paradise, in heaven, in perfection. And he willingly gave his life for you. I want you to think personally, for you. Yes, you. Do you know your true identity? Who and what you really are? You are a child of the Most High. As I said earlier, made in his image, in his likeness, given dominion over the earth. You are a ruler. You are just like your father. He made us in his image. He's creator. We're creative. He made us creative. He has free will. He gave us free will. He is a spirit. We're a spirit. Remember, beloved, we are, a, we are a spirit. We have a soul, our emotions, our thoughts, our imaginations, our feelings, and we live in a body, a flesh body. We are not just flesh and blood. We're not flesh and blood at all. Because when that body dies, that flesh and blood dies, it goes back to dust and your spirit goes back to the Father. You are more than a conqueror through him that love you. That's what scripture says. You are the head and not the tail, remember? Fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a joint heir with the Messiah. Yahusha HaMashiach, the Messiah. The only begotten son of, the, of Yah, the Most High. You are an heir with Yah, with joint heir with his son. How dare we feel inferior that we allow someone or something or the enemy to make us feel inferior. I've been through it. 
you are an overcomer, not a loser. You are not a loser. You were born a winner. You know why I say that? Because our Savior already got the victory for us. He already won the battle and he set us up in victory. The battle is already won. We just have to hold our place, be steadfast, and hold on to that victory. Hallelujah. Yahuwah is our shepherd, and we shall not want. Now, the Bible says, the Lord is your shepherd, and you shall not want. We should not be afraid at all because he is protecting us. What Doesn't it say his rod and his staff comforts us? Why? It comforts of us, excuse me, it comforts us by protecting us. You know, the Heavenly Father said to Yahu, which is Jeremiah, see, today I appoint you over nations and over kingdoms. He called him a prophet to the nations. And he thought, he thought he was just a worm, just a, just a little boy. He didn't think he was qualified. He felt very inferior. We've got to look at ourselves through the eyes of the Father, the one who made us, the one who knows, the Creator. He knows way better than you. He knows way better than that person told, that told you you were nothing, that you weren't going to amount to anything, that you were a loser. How can the created, their opinion, mean more to us, to you, than the creator's facts about you? Hmm, something to think about. Do you feel like a grasshopper? Like the Israelites, the, the Yahuwah's people, his people that were in the desert. Yasharal, Israel, Israelites. When he told them to go in and take the land. And they went in and they saw the giants and and the, the huge giant fruits and everything. And they, they said, we were like grasshoppers, like grasshoppers. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. They felt inferior. Ten of them did. Two of them didn't. Joshua, whose name is really Yahusha also, and Caleb. Do you feel like a grasshopper? Like I said, that's what the Israelites felt like when they saw the giants in the land of milk and honey and would not enter the land that the Almighty Heavenly Father had given them because they were too afraid. They didn't trust and they didn't obey Yahuwah, the Heavenly Father. And the result was they were not allowed to enter into the land of milk and honey, but they had to wander in the desert for 40 years until all of the ones who felt like grasshoppers and doubted 
until they all died. They were not allowed to go in. Their children, their offsprings were, but not them. Isn't that something? That's why they were in the desert so long, 40 years, because they had to die. They, they could not go in. You see how displeased the father was? How dare you doubt me? When you doubt yourself and what you are and who you are, you are doubting your heavenly father. You are doubting your maker and your creator. Did you know that? You're telling him, you didn't do right. You didn't make me good enough. You don't know what you're doing. And we know that's, we know that is the biggest lie. He knows everything. But you know, later on, Rahab, Rahab, which the, the scripture and most people, and they teach and preach in the church, that Rahab the uh, harlot. But I'm telling you, here's something. She was not a harlot. Do you know what she was? She was an innkeeper, which is what today we would say a hotel owner and manager. Yes. But see, in those days, women who went into business were considered harlots. They would call them harlots. You know, they didn't respect women then in those days, especially the religious leaders. Oh, you better believe the the Jewish leaders. She was a harlot. And, and think about it. Do you think Joshua, Yahusha, Joshua, and Caleb would go and live in a in a, 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 a brothel? Go stay in a brothel? A, pros, a house of prostitution? Uh, with that temptation? Why would they do that? Think about that. These were true men of Yah. These were what you would call men of God. They wouldn't do that. And we have to I mean they and they wrote it they wrote it in the scripture and the people who were writing the scribes were, were very prejudiced against women. Something to think about. You know, and Rahab told Joshua and Caleb that their hearts melted when they heard about them. So all the way back, the first time they went to check out the land, those people were already feeling inferior to them and were in fear of them. They would have they would have ran. They would have submitted to them. But they let their own fear keep them from what the Father had promised them. They wouldn't even believe the Almighty, the one who knows all. They were afraid of them because of what the Father, Yahuwah, had done to the Egyptians. They had heard about Pharaoh's army dying in the Red Sea. They heard about the plagues. They heard about the firstborn of everyone in Egypt dying. So they were already beaten. They were already beaten. And that's because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Beloved, we can control our life 
with our tongue. You can speak long life and have long life, and you can speak early death and have that. So stop saying, I'm nothing. I'm a loser. I never get a break. Because you're going to get exactly what you say. Opening your mouth can ruin everything if you are speaking negative words. Hashitans, also known as Satan's plan, is to destroy you. Steal, kill, and destroy. Inferiority and insecurity are two of his favorite weapons. Inferiority and insecurity. But his most favorite one is fear. And when he's got you feeling inferior, inferior, or insecure, fear enters. You're afraid to say this because you may look stupid, or you 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 you're afraid to do this. You're too insecure to do that. That's fear. He's got you. Yahuwah, Yah, your heavenly Father, wants you to be secure in His love. His love is a gift that he gave through his only begotten son, Yahushua HaMashiach, whom most of you call Jesus Christ. You can only accept this gift by receiving it first. Don't you know perfect love cast out all fear? And Yah's love for us and his, his people, his love is perfect. Our love is not perfect. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small. But his love is perfect. His perfect love. Are you feeling insecure in what Father will do for you or can do for you? If you are... You need to stop it. Stop doubting him. Hurting yourself. Stop giving in to Satan. Remember, you're giving the enemy permission to make you feel insecure. Or whomever it is. Or whatever it is. You know, and we can't be afraid to fail. You can't be successful if you're afraid to fail. You're going to fail something. You know, every successful person will tell you about all their many failures first before they became successful. You know, sometimes some people can be blessed in the first time out doing something. And a lot of times those ones that are successful the first time out doing something, they don't last that long because they, they didn't have to work hard to get it. But practically everyone, everyone failed tremendously many times. I know I have. And even, even, even in this podcast, this message, I've stumbled over my tongue. I was going to stop and do it over. It's like, you know, no, I'm not perfect. 
And sometimes you can try to get something so perfect to <laughs> you leave the anointing out. I'm leaving this for the Father, for my my Father and Savior to do to use this. It's not how perfect I speak, how great my message is, is delivering his heart to you. From his heart to your heart. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you for for your unconditional love for us. And I want to clarify. They say he loves us unconditionally. Yet, if it's two conditions to that unconditional love. If you love him and obey his commandments. That's what the scripture says. He says, when you love me and obey my commandments, then my father will love you and I will love you also. And we will make our abode with you. We will abide with you. He loves those unconditionally, unconditionally, those who love him and try to their best of their ability to obey his commandments. And try and try and you shall succeed. We're going to make mistakes. He knows that. But he gave us repentance. When we repent, when we are really not just I'm sorry. No, when you really repent and you mean it and you don't want to do that again and you're planning, you're not planning on doing that again. You turn from your wicked ways. You're forgiven. He already paid for your sins. Yes, he paid for sins past, present, and future. Ah, yes, you may say, how can he, how can he pay for my sins that I haven't even committed yet? Well, you better hope he can, beloved, because he's not going to die again. He's not going to be bleeding, nailed on that tree again. He only paid one time. So if they weren't already paid for, you're in bad shape. <laughs> that means you're going to take your sins with you. You can't be forgiven. He paid for the sins of the world. And time is doesn't matter to him. He created time for us. He doesn't live in time. He's the beginning and the end. He lives in the past, the present, and the future. Hallelujah. So we praise him for that. Our sins are paid for. So it doesn't make sense for anybody to go to hell but Satan and the, and the fallen angels. Because no man should be going to hell. It wasn't made for us. It was made for Satan and the fallen ones. You, how stupid is it to go to hell with your sins already being paid for? The reason you're going is because you rejected the one that paid for your sins for you. You can't go there without receiving him and acknowledging him as Savior. How foolish. When multitudes that would be more going to hell than that will be living with him in paradise. That is so sad. That's the truth. It's even written in the scripture. Because there's no other way. You reject him. He is salvation. He is the father's unconditional love. You can't love anybody more than you gave your life for them. You came and left perfection to be imperfect for them. And then to be 
beaten, cursed, and executed, murdered for them, you can't love anybody more than that, beloved. That is perfect love. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for sending your only begotten Son. And I thank you, Yahusha, my Savior, for willingly giving your life for me. I take it personal. Giving your life for me and for those that are listening. You gave your life for the world. All of those that will acknowledge you. Not accept you. (laughs) The Word says, Your Father made us acceptable to himself through you. How dare we say, I accept you. You are king. You are master. Whether we accepted you, we accept you or not. Whether they accept you or not, you are the king of kings. You are the master. I know the scripture calls you Lord of lords. You're the ruler of rulers. Hallelujah. Ah, Getting a little carried away there. Think about that. Food for thought. He made you acceptable. What you did was acknowledge him as Savior. Anyway, no one could come to the Father except they be called. (laughs) It wasn't even your idea. You were called. You can't go on your own. Scripture says it. All right, beloved, I want to read some scriptures to you. Galatians 3:28 There is neither Jew nor Greek There is neither slave nor free There is no female and male For you are all one in Yahusha HaMashiach The Bible says Christ Jesus Romans 10:13 For everyone Everyone who calls on the name of Yahuwah will be saved. The Bible says, who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. 1 Peter 3.18 For Yahusha, the Bible says Christ, also suffered once for sins. The righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to Yah, Bible says God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in the Ruk, the spirit. Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1, 4 through 10. Now the word of Yahuwah, the Bible says the Lord, came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Yahuwah Alua, Bible says, Lord God, Behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth, but Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord said to me, Do not say I am only a youth. For to all to whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them. For I am with you to deliver you, declares 
Yahuwah. The Bible says, declares the Lord. So you see, beloved, we got, we got the most high defending us. He got our back. We don't have to worry about anything when you trust him. Just trust him. What you need to do is die to yourself. We have to die to self. We have to be like what John the Baptist said. When he said, when the Savior came, he said, I must decrease that he increase. You must decrease. We must decrease in ourselves so that he can be increased in us. That he sits on the throne of our heart and not us and not other people, not your spouse, not your children, not some famous movie star, some or some idol, him, him. All right, beloved, I have a song I'd like to play for you. It's really my prayer that I put to music. It's called, Till I Die to Myself. Your glory come down. 
Lord Jesus, let me worship you till I die to myself. Let me worship you, thinking only of you and no one else. Until we meet again, beloved, Yah willing. Shalom.